Welcome to Modern Musings, conversations with the maiden mother and crone, looking at ourselves and the world through the lens of the 21st century. Welcome to episode three of Modern Musings. I'm Amber Garvin, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Cindy Murray and Kristen Hessler, and we're here to talk about grief through the holidays on this episode. Earlier this week, I wrote a blog about the grief that I have been experiencing through the holidays and how I cope. And uh, what I'm wanting to know, ladies, is what kind of grief have you experienced through the holidays and how do you cope with your grief? I'll start off with that one. Um, Several years ago, my uh, father-in-law passed away right before Thanksgiving, and that was a very sad time for my family, obviously. But one of the things that we did was the, the family just did not feel like celebrating Thanksgiving in the traditional way that year. So my sister-in-law didn't want to put my mother-in-law through the burden of cooking that dinner and all that. So we just went to the country club. uh, She and her husband were members of the country club. And so we just went there for their buffet for that dinner. And it was a, a more solemn dinner than we usually would have. But it, it was a nice transition and it was, I think it took the edge off of it being so different without him there. And then two years later, my mother-in-law actually passed away right before Thanksgiving as well. And that was the year that we were supposed to all, the whole Murray family, um, gets together at Christmas every other year. And so that was supposed to be the year that we were all going to be together um i guess actually it was the next year was the year we were supposed to all be together for christmas and we decided instead of meeting in her house uh which my sister-in-law moved into after she passed away and and feeling the emptiness of her not being there we decided to take a trip the whole family and there were 18 of us and we all went to mazatlan Mexico for Christmas it was a very unique Christmas very different but getting ourselves out of that situation where we were sitting in our traditional home doing the traditional things that we always do um, by celebrating in a different way it really helped lessen that pain of her absence this That lesson really stuck with me after that because while we always miss her presence at at the holidays and we do now go back to those traditions and follow those traditions, it's not as painful without her there. We, We celebrate the traditions that she started but without her there. And, and it's okay. We, we celebrate those traditions and know, knowing that she was the one that started them. When my sister died a few years ago, my niece who was dependent on her, uh, 
I did not want her to spend her Christmas without her mother doing the same things that she would have done if her mother had been there. And so I invited her to come to the Dallas area to be with us for Christmas where we do things completely different than what my sister does at Christmas. And it was still a sad time for her. I don't get me wrong. It, any time that you have a loss, you're going to miss those people during those holidays. But there are ways that you can celebrate them and still celebrate your holidays and not just feel lonely. Yeah, feel lonely. Yes. And I know that's where my, my niece was going to be because um, she had she was completely dependent on my sister and she wound up homeless after my sister's passing and she really had nowhere to go. And so by coming to be with us at Christmas and celebrating in a uniquely different way, she saw that she could go on and celebrate Christmas without her mother and it was okay. And it actually prompted her to make some changes in her life. And she actually lives with me now um, while she's going to school. And she's got like two and a half semesters of college left. And, um, and it, it really changed her life around. But that's a totally different story. I just think that getting her out of where she was, you know, she would have celebrated Christmas with my mom and my aunts and she would have been sitting there sad and lonely that whole time and really by bringing her here and doing something totally different with her it just broke that chain and Kristen has something to say yeah I think that by it's almost like skipping the holiday in a sense. Like when we yeah, went to Mazatlan, oh, I mean, we still gave gifts and, but we were in a different climate. I mean, we were wearing shorts on Christmas Eve and we were swimming in the beach and I have pictures of my son, Stephen in his swim trunks at Christmas, doing Christmas, Christmas carols. carols. Yes. And we still experienced Christmas. And I can say that that was probably one of the best Christmases ever the only thing that would have made it better would have been if my grandma had been there, but I wasn't like miserable. And I think because going there and doing something just completely different for that one time allows you, it gives yourself permission to change it without feeling guilty. Yes. I and, think so too. And then the next year, you have this new tradition and that's really what happened with us because we went to Mazatlan and then we came back and we we're like let's do some new stuff with our old stuff and it's just grows we did every we year. took the old things and we turned them into something new so um for those of you who don't know uh we're originally from the Lubbock Texas area and that's where my um in-laws lived and that's where Mark and I were born and raised and we live in the Dallas area now and that's where we're recording this podcast from and we would always go back home for the holidays and even when it was hard and even when the kids had jobs and it was a struggle to go and we could only go for a few days and then we would do like every other Christmas swapped out with Thanksgiving or whatever but once 
Mark's mom passed and we shifted that focus away from the the traditional Christmas that we had always had with Mark's family and my family as well. Moving moving it to Mazatlan gave us that break to allow us to change our Christmas into something else that worked better for us where we can still celebrate my mother-in-law and my father-in-law. So we still do a lot of the traditional things that we did with them in the same way we did it with them, but we do it here now. So like one of the traditions that we had was uh, Mark's niece, Charissa, uh, had introduced funny Christmas hats into our um Christmas carol. Christmas carol singing. And Christmas carol singing is a big thing in our family. You have to sing for your presence. So everybody has to sing. Everybody chooses a song. And Mark's dad would always lead that thing. So now Mark kind of leads it. We brought in the hats from Charissa. But we do it with just our family. And we've incorporated the new members of our family as well. And people who... Um, we call them the the auxiliary family, the the people who have no other family in the Dallas area. So they come spend Christmas with us. So we're still celebrating my father-in-law. And one of his favorite songs was Up on a Housetop. And so we always sing that as our last song because he always sang that as his last song. And that is the song that we sing last. So we're still celebrating his life but in in a different way and it's unique and it it's not sad. I like how you brought up the auxiliary family because that was really the point that I wanted to discuss today. So uh, if you don't know already, my husband uh, was a widower and uh, when I met Travis, he had a seven-year-old daughter and his wife had passed away right before Christmas. And um, her family is actually Jewish, and so they kind of celebrated all of it. And whenever she passed away, um, you know, Christmas obviously was a hard time for him because Bonnie took care of a lot of the things, you know, for Christmas. And then Travis's dad kind of picked up and took over for him, uh, you know, to kind of help him out. And uh, so when we got married... I wanted to make sure that we continued those traditions because I know that that's something that Bonnie would have wanted her children, you know, to be raised with, uh, you know, some of the Hanukkah traditions and things like that. So for us, um, I, you know, I, Raina still remembers her mom, but she passed away when she was five. So for her, I don't know you know exactly if she feels any grief around Christmas you know missing her mom but I want her to be able to remember her so we always like to do some little Hanukkah things for her um, because I know that's what Bonnie probably would have wanted for her and um, for us in our family Cindy's family she kind of mentioned auxiliary family members so you know Raina is our bonus child you know she's my mom's bonus grandchild we have a lot of bonus family members um my uncle manny he's come over for christmas and thanksgiving and 
Um, he's not related at all by blood, right. but he is family nonetheless because he's been a part of the raising of my children. Um, he's been in their lives almost mm-hmm. their entire lives. And well, for, for Stephen, my younger son, he has been in his life for his whole right. life. And so they are family to us and they celebrate holidays with us as well. Yeah, and we always like to open the table up for all of the people that may be spending a holiday by themselves. Easter, Thanksgiving. Yes, so we are the host family for all of the, (laughs) we like to call them the strays, the bonus family, uh, however you want to say that. So anybody who doesn't have somewhere to go for the holidays, come on over to our house. Yeah. Yeah, so that's definitely a way to manage getting through the holidays the worst thing you can do is by avoiding those traditions that you used to have when you lost that loved one you need to put yourself somewhere else you cannot yeah. sit don't, home don't alone. sit home and avoid doing the christmas things or Find the thanksgiving a, meal. or the thanksgiving or whatever Find another way to celebrate it where you're not alone. And I think that is the key. Um, Did you have some things you wanted to add with that? Well, um, we were talking about, you know, spending the holidays alone. And as I said in my blog that uh, I just recently lost both of my parents. So, in a sense... Cindy and Kristen's family has adopted me since yep, I lost she's one my, of my parents. Bonus kids. And so I spent a couple of years avoiding Christmas after my mom died. And just uh, this last Christmas, I decided that I was going to break with the avoidance and actually and you can read about it in my blog attend four different Christmases I went all out this last Christmas and I started with my bonus family Cindy and Kristen's family and they invited me to all of their new traditions such as the Christmas hats and the singing. That is definitely something that my family never did. Pajamas. Oh, yeah. oh yes. Christmas and pajamas. they gave me some Christmas pajamas, and we all got in our pajamas. And that is another thing that I never did with my family growing up. And I've just been thinking about... Christmas traditions and things that I did with my family that I want to continue on, even if it is just me by myself. So last year, I made about 200 cookies to distribute to friends and family. And I hadn't done that for a couple of years, but that is a tradition carried over from my mom and grandma and I that we would make Christmas cookies and candy. Another tradition of my family's is the gift of food. We always would get around and we would exchange baked goods. And that is another thing that I definitely want to continue on in my life when I build a family or if I build a family of my own. 
That's nice. It'll be a nice happy memory when you start doing that again. Sharing those, you can share your story with people too. Like, this is my mom's banana bread recipe. I really hope you enjoy it. Happy holidays. Don't forget the other holidays too. Obviously, we're thinking of Thanksgiving and Christmas because they're right around the corner. But one that is very devastating for some people is Valentine's Day and Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. And um, don't be alone on those days either. If you... Friends, family. Yes. If Valentine's Day makes you depressed, find something to do that brings you joy so you can take your mind off of it. Because Celebrate. the worst feeling is... Watch a horror movie. Exactly. (laughs) Celebrate Galentine's. Go out. Yeah, go best friends. Drinks with your best friends. Absolutely. Movie. Um, For Mother's Day, surely there are other, you know, this is is a conversation I had with my husband when we first got married. Kristen was a bonus child for him um, because I'd been previously married. And... Our first Mother's Day together, I was devastated because he didn't get me anything for Mother's Day. And my dad always bought stuff for my mother for Mother's Day. And I was I was just heartbroken. And he said, well, you're not my mother. And I said, that Mother's Day isn't about celebrating your mother. It's about celebrating all mothers. So... Just because your mother's not there to celebrate, you could still celebrate her by celebrating all the other mothers that are out there that are in your life. Maybe you have an aunt or a grandmother or a sister who's a mother, your wife, your, you know, there's so many people that you know who are mothers. Make sure that they know they're appreciated and because they might be missing their mother too. That's a really good point. That is a really good point. I always try to do something to honor my own mother on Mother's Day, whether it's a Facebook post or something that I've written, a poem that I've written that I know my mom would enjoy. Well, is there anything else anybody wants to add? I don't have anything right now. I just like I said, you know, like Kristen pointed out, there's there's a lot of a lot of other holidays. Um, Memorial Day, a lot of the veterans holidays. Those those are um, holidays that people have problems with sometimes too, especially if they've lost someone in the service. I agree. We do tend to forget what the purpose of Memorial Day is. A lot of times, people celebrate it as that free day off of work to barbecue and have some drinks outside and enjoy the fun weather right but it really is something different you know we used to when i was a kid we always went to the cemetery because we had a lot of family members who served and memorial day was the day that we went out to the cemetery and and honored them by putting flags on their um graves or just visiting the graves and remembering how important those people were uh, not just to us uh, as family members, but to our country, especially um, most of our World War II vets and a lot of our Korean War vets are passing. Our veterans uh, of the the Vietnam Wars are getting older, and we need to make sure that uh, we honor those people as well. And 
you know, they may be alone on those holidays as well. So we might want to check in with those people. A good way uh, you can do that is volunteer. Go to your local VFW. Maybe deliver supplies that they need. Or even write a letter thanking a veteran or a serviceman. That's a really good point too, Amber. If you are completely alone during a holiday, there are a lot of places that need volunteers actually. Absolutely. And the best way to get your mind off of something is to stay busy and what to better a good way, way to cope. It is a really good way to cope because you're helping others, which will actually make you feel good. It really does yeah. boost your So your, so go find uh, a, a soup kitchen or something like that and that's a great way to help people. Yeah. And to get yourself out of that situation that makes you sad and lonely. Definitely, definitely. Those are all some great ideas, ladies. Well, it looks like we're running short on time. So that's uh, pretty much it for this episode. If you would like to continue the conversation, please visit our blog or send us an email at info at modernmusings.net. We also have a Facebook we page. have a Facebook group page yes. and, and a, a Facebook group, group where you can chat too. Yeah, so. you can talk with us directly at that Facebook group and ask us any questions about any of our podcasts or if you would like more information on the things that we have talked about so far. We'd also love to hear any ways that you have coped in the past getting through a holiday. Yes. With grief, loss, or yes, tell us your stories. We have all experienced loss around the holidays, some of us very recent. And if you need to talk about it, we are here to talk. And listen. And listen, yes, of course. Always. Okay, uh, I also want to give a special thanks to red door studios we wouldn't be able to put this on without them as well as mark murray and uh, rimshot graphics if you would like to know more about them visit our page and check out the links I think Cindy has something she'd like to let us know about what to expect for next week oh yeah next yes. week we're going back to our goals girl Goals, girl. Yes. Goals. Hashtag goals. goals. Yes. So um, we're going to talk about power sheets. If you don't know what those are, my blog will be coming up on Monday. And I'm going to tell you all about power sheets. But it's a great goal setting uh, thing. It's a great time to talk about it right now before the start of the new year. So you can be ready to really kick 2022 into high gear and manifest all manifest of all of the things that you want to manifest all the things. All one the goal things. at a time are you guys seeing a pattern here yes we really love planning and goal setting mm. mind setting manifesting so you will be seeing these type of episodes intermittently uh goals girl is um like a mini 
subcategory in our podcast, so it is a series. So you will be seeing Goals Girl pretty often. Um, we so like goals. Yes. Yes. Well, we're all you know we're all about goal um, orientation. And go, you know, cultivating the best lives for ourselves. Living and, our best. And life. one of that ways is through planning and setting goals. And so we're going to be talking about that next week. I think you'll enjoy it, and I hope you'll um, come back around. Thanks for listening. We love all of you guys. Um, you've you've made this worth doing, and we're excited to come to you every week with a new podcast. It wouldn't be possible without our listeners, because yes. what would be just regular conversations without listeners? It would just be us talking without yes, microphones, basically. <laughs> we do we do like to talk. Yeah, that's right. why we did this because we talk like this all the time. Yeah, all yeah, at least once a week. <laughs> All right, thank you guys for tuning in, and we will listen to you next week. We'll catch you next week. Yeah, catch yeah. you. We will catch you next week. <laughs> we'll listen to you listening to us. Yes, ah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> thank you guys.